0: Good morning, blessed and free family, wherever you may be, whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I was just listening to um, a tape and it's by a ministry that, um, I can't remember the name, Marsha Burns and they send a prophetic word each and, every, each and every day. They never used to, it used to be just one day but since the since the um, pandemic they've been sending every day and sometimes they they send tapes um, messages as well that you can listen to and I was listening to one this morning and it was talking about transformation how God uses the things in our life father God as we speak your word let it become plain and let the message be be given what you want to be given in Jesus mighty name we pray amen Yes, it was about transformation, changing the things God puts in our, our life, the things the enemy p- tries to put in our life to frustrate us and bring us back to where we started from. But then I started to think, what to ask a question, and I'm asking a question to you as I ask to myself, what was your life-changing moment that made you know that your life couldn't be the same and that Jesus loved you and that you, he has a plan for your life and you have to walk in it well starting with myself i had been through a, a, a valley that you know when you do you know when you make decisions and then you, you you thought you thought to yourself at the time it's right everything is right the spirit is giving witness i'm not feeling anything that's telling me not to do it and then you do it and then you realize on the day when you could have put when you could have put a stop to certain things that you didn't because you didn't see the necessity to do it because as as far as you were concerned it was the right thing that you were doing and then you know when you wake up the next morning and and you're telling yourself and you realize no it wasn't the right thing that i did i shouldn't have made that decision as i made it i shouldn't have given that thing away I shouldn't have stopped doing that I shouldn't have ended that relationship whatever it may have been the next day when it when it finally hits you that no the way I'm feeling now no I shouldn't have done it and you and you know that the position that you're in you're not in a position to change it there's some decisions that we make that we're not in a position to change them if we've given up a job, we can't go back because when we we've left it and then probably there's somebody else that they add there that they've run to say that this job is vacant, you can start you can come and start there's some things that you can't that you can't stop you've been on a platform where it's a prayer line you've been on a platform and it's been your platform and then you've said then you've said you're not good, you're not going to do it anymore, and somebody takes over that platform you can't go back. And what do you do when you can't go back? You have to stop and go and you have to stop and pray and ask God to help you to get through this. Because there's some decisions that we made that were life changing decisions that changed our life. And no matter how or what we do there's some There's people that have been in marriages, and they've've they they've, they've made the mistake at the time, lust was carrying them away, temptation was carrying them away, and they thought love was carrying them away for this person that they've probably knew before that was their first sweetheart before they got married, and then they they break up their marriage, and then they can't go back, and even when they see even when they see that I've made a mistake. They can't go back because the door's not open for them to go back anymore. The door's shut. The relationship, the marriage has ended. You can't go back. What do you do when you're in that can't go back place? You turn to Jesus because he'll open the other door for you to go through. And it's not going to be the same door. But you would have learned your lesson and looked at life differently. And not allow the devil to let you... You make fast and quick decisions without thinking it over and without being sure that it's God that's speaking into your life. And what do you do? What do you do? After you've made a life-changing decision, what do you do? You trust God. You hold on to his word. I remember that I was always a person that when people used to be highlighting scriptures in their Bible, I I used to be saying no. I'm not putting nothing in my Bible. My Bible is my book, my precious book, my holy book. I'm not marking it with nothing. And I remember when I went <laughs> when I went on a holiday, and things weren't as a, as a, I would have wanted them to be. And God gave me a word: if you don't stand on your word, if you don't stand on your faith, you're not gonna stand at all. <laughs> and I can't remember what that. I think it's somewhere in Jeremiah, but. I I I I tell you, can't remember if it's Jeremiah or as I but I tell you, I had to stand on my word, and I stood on the word. I looked through the Bible, I saw the verses, I marked them in the Bible, because I had to stand on my word. Because if I didn't stand on my word, I wouldn't stand at all. If I didn't, if I if I did not stand stand on on, on is. And his word, I wouldn't have stood at all if I didn't stand on my faith, I wouldn't have stood stood at all, and I realize how important his word is. That means now, if I've got a market to remember it, I, I do it because I know that his word is life and it's like a two-headed sword, and it breaks things that need to be broken, it breaks your attitude, it breaks your pride. And it leads a way for you to walk in victory and the things that the devil wanted to use to 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 defeat you you use those same things to defeat him, and you realize that God is faithful and his word is true, and what he said he will do he, he will do and it doesn't matter what anybody around you is saying that uh Do you really believe this? Do you really believe that? There's times when you're in relationships with people and they want to take the Bible away from you. They want to take your faith away from you. But you realize that if you don't stand in your faith, you don't stand at all. And you don't care what anybody want to call you a a fanatic. (laughs) Because you know that God's love has been the thing that has kept you. And you know that wherever he's taking you, you know that it's good. And you know that you've got to go through the valley. But you know that he's promised he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll be with you at all ways. And you know it's true. When he said no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And he said that he'll content with you, for you and your children and your children's children. And he tells you that blessings are are in your house. And he, and he gives you a word of encouragement and it makes you meet the people that gives you a word of encouragement that appreciate the gift and the word that he put in you and you know, you know that you know that you know that you know that you know there's a God and he loves you and he died on the cross that you should have life and have it more abundantly and when you go through the darkness when you go through the valley he doesn't expect you to keep it to yourself he wants you to to, to help a brother, help a sister on the way, because I know that's what it does. Because I know that the last valley that I went through, it was to help a brother, help a sister, help anybody who needs it on the way. Because I've since I've come out of it, since he's brought me out of it, I've heard brothers and sisters that are going through the struggle, and they're in it now, and I can tell them there's light at the end of the tunnel. Don't give up. He hasn't forsaken you. He's as 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 a, as as Jacob would say when he had the dream of the the angels going up and down on the stairway, he could say when he woke up in the morning, even though I never knew it when I was going through that situation, but God was in it. God was with me, God was in this place. And that what that's what we have to know and understand. Sometimes we're going through drama. Sometimes the people that we think God sometimes the people that we thank God for. Thank you for sending them into my life. Uh the Sometimes they <laughs> they start to behave like it's a devil that sent them. And you've got to live with that. And you've got to ask God again. Father God, what can I do? Help me to get out of this situation. Help me to stay in this situation. And show your love to them. Even if they don't know how to show their love to me. And I'm telling you something. God is faithful. And I'm telling you the truth. I went through a situation that... I thought I was going to lose my mind because when you get into a situation that you've made a mistake and you can't take it back. But it taught me to be more understanding to people that have made mistakes because it made me see that everyone can make a mistake and and there's nothing that you can do about it. But I thank God for his ministers, for his pastors, for his prophets, for his word, because I watched the word by Apostle Eckard. And he had a new book out and it was Activated Evan. And I <laughs> I had the Kindle and um because I always love books, to be honest. I never read them all the way through, but I take bitches out. But but this one, Activating Evan, I read it All the way through. Sometime I was up in the night; the light was off, (laughs) and I was on the Kindle reading it, reading it. And I tell you, the word from that book—it—it was God sent to me. It was God sent to me because it's a reason. It's a reason that I'm on this podcast now because it showed in me in God's Word that we all have a voice just like we have fingerprints that are different and God expects us to use it to activate heaven and to reach the four corners of the earth with the gospel and with his word and no one else can bring it like we bring it and that we're special where our voice is different. And so we have to use our voice that he's given us and to make a difference in the life of others. And we're not forsaken. And no matter what we're going through, we can come out of it. And God used that book to get me out of that situation and made me to be able to be blessed, to be a blessing to others also going through. I'll encourage, I'll pray for, and I'll know that God Uses whatever he needs to use in our life to bring us out, and I'm out today because of his goodness and it's because of his mercy, because of his love. Not because not because I'm good or I'm better than anybody else, but it's because that he knows that truly I love him and he loves me back in return. So, no matter what you're going through, no matter how hard it may be, no matter how deep is a valley. No matter how deep is a well that you feel that you've fallen into, it will send someone to rescue you And bring you into the palace in the time, in the right time and the right season. When he's brought you through all the valleys and the testing that you can say as, that you can say as David say. It was good that I was afflicted because I got to know God and he got to know me. And he pruned what needed to be pruned of me. That I could grow in righteousness and in truth and to be that child that he wants me to be. And I can say that he's in this place and I can say As James said in in chapter one, verse two, it was, it will consider it all joy when you go through diverse situations and troubles because God is using it to change your character, to bring you out better than you went into that situation. So this morning, I'm saying this afternoon, wherever you're hearing, use that thing that God has given you to change your life, to be a blessing to yourself and others. Don't give up. Don't give up on things that, on people, no matter how they may come. You may think, I can't understand this. But don't give up until God says, you've completed the work. You've passed the test. Move on. Have a blessed day, everyone. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. That we know no matter the valley that we go through, we have a God who's able to keep us. And he'll keep us till he's finished the work in us. Until he brings us home. And that he can say to us, well done my good and faithful servant. Even Even when it wasn't us, it was you in us that did it. But you say, thank you. Thank you for walking. In the pathway and the plans that I had for you, you never give you never give up when you couldn't have, when you could have give, given up, and I welcome in welcome into the kingdom of your Father, my good and faithful servant. And Father God, as you help us to walk in the way that we should walk, continue to help us to be a blessing to those that are struggling. Sometimes we feel that people are trying to use us. Sometimes we feel that people are trying to abuse us, but it's just because they are hurting and they don't know what to do. So Father God, help us to be patient to be loving to be caring to have to love people with not the love that we have i don't want to give people claudette's love i want to give people the love of christ because when claudette wants to give up the love of christ keeps going so father god in the name of jesus we thank you this morning for what you're doing in your in our life and that you continue to do it in jesus mighty name we pray amen